What's up, magical human? Hey, if you're like me and you want to create a bigger impact on the world, why not share your knowledge and talents with others? Welcome to the podcast where I share marketing strategies, product creation tips, and real life stories of how women all over the world are using their knowledge and creativity to build a life and business they love on their terms. I'll share with you over a decade of knowledge and show you how you can take what you already know and do and package it into a digital product like a course, membership site, or digital download that sells globally. I'm Amy Jo, and you're listening to the Digital Magic Podcast. money on the fact that you've probably been sold to before and you walked away from that sales experience being like <laughs> and felt like super gross about it and it could be that experiences like that maybe you've experienced that multiple times and you know internally you're like I never want to be like that I never want someone to feel that way because of me that was something that I've been through as well and if that is you if you're you know trying to think of how you're going to sell your things without being salesy or without people making fun of you or without you know hearing crickets honestly then this is the episode for you we're going to be talking about selling in an authentic way and not a gross way and especially over the next um I think it's the next episode or the episode where we talk about marketing do's and don'ts. I have a story for you there, definitely about salesy, being salesy and things to not do specifically. So I'll let you, I'll let you get all excited about that one that's coming up. Um, but if you listen to one of the previous episodes where I talked to you about how I did a webinar and I for, just did not sell at the end of it because I was scared, that is because I didn't want to come off as salesy. I was nervous about it. I didn't want people to laugh at me. I didn't want to fumble through the pitch. It was just super scary, just the whole entire thing. And it really took me kind of a kick in the pants to sell again, <laughs> because once you go through an experience like that, it's like, I'm never doing that again. And wouldn't you know, I've done tons and tons of webinars since then. So that was back in like 2015, I think. <sighs> but we learn and we move on, right? So I would even go as far to say as pausing this episode, write down what it feels like to sell or to pitch what it is that you are, you know, selling to the world and what comes up for you. Are you excited? Are you going to lowball yourself? That's something that is so, you know, common, super common and something you want to watch out for because sometimes when we feel like, oh, I don't want to be too salesy, I'm just going to discount. I'm going to undercharge so that I feel better. But really what we're doing is we're you know, doing ourselves and the customer a disservice because a lot of times when things are discounted or they're very, very cheap or undervalued, the customer doesn't value it either and they don't end up getting the result that they want. So it's kind of bad for everyone all around. So we want to stop that before we put ourselves out there to start selling. Okay. That's something that I want you to think about as we go through this episode. Selling is super important because you have a business to run and you want to make money, right? So if we don't know how to sell and we don't have our audience, we don't know all of these foundational things that we've been going through over the last few days, it's going to be pretty darn tricky to grow our business, right? So take some notes as we go through this. There's going to be, I'm sure, a lot of aha moments. And when you have some of those, you can let me know or tell us in the Digital Product Female Entrepreneurs Facebook group. Come hang out with us there. And just a reminder, if you are new here or you're rejoining us, these are snippets from the Digital Magic program. You can go to heronmagic.com to learn all about it, but it's where I help you take your idea from idea to launch in 90 days. It's a self-paced program that walks you through over-the-shoulder trainings. We talk about, you know, pricing. We talk about literally, literally everything um, that it takes to run your online business and get your product in front of people who are so excited to buy it and they want to work with you and learn from you. So you can check that out at heronmagic.com. Thanks for tuning in and here we go. Throughout the videos and stuff that we've been doing, I've chatted, you know, you've heard some of my story and things like that. So I want to dive even more into it. So when in 2015, as you all know, started out full-time doing my thing. I also uh, completed my coaching certification earlier in that year. 
And when I did that, you go through the coaching certification. I don't know if anyone else has gone through a certification or anything like that yet. Uh, but you go through it, you take on clients like during the program and you practice. And so you practice taking them through the, the transformation and, you know, answering questions and coaching them throughout three months is what we were doing um, with our practice clients. And then, you know, at the end, you have testimonials, which is awesome. You get to see what worked, what didn't, what felt good to you, what didn't, things like that. But, you know, after you get that certification, you get kind of released to the world. And then it's like, oh, snap, I got to figure out how to sell this. <laughs> you know, it. You know, people can say, do this and try this and do that. This is easy for selling and blah, 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 blah. But when you get into it, I, I don't know about you guys, but I felt like a deer, deer in the headlights. <laughs> and so I started marketing myself and saying like, hey, this is what I'm doing. And I wasn't getting any nibbles. And so I didn't sign on my first one-to-one -one for about four months because I really struggled with this. And, you know, struggling with putting my transformation, my results and all of that into my messaging. Like, how does that work? How, how all the things. And so hopefully this will help you guys to skip that, to skip that like four month of floundering <laughs> as I tried to figure out like, what the heck am I doing here? How do I sell this thing now? So hopefully this will help you. And number one, before I even get into my story any further, but the big forward, of course, sharing story, storytelling, sharing the transformation, everything that we've talked about and really getting really good at it. But the biggest thing that helped me in the beginning, so my email list at the time was like 200 people. My biggest thing was that I was consistently talking to my people. So people who are on your email list, if you don't have one, now is the time to start. Um, but the biggest thing for me was talking to the people on my email list and just continually nurturing that list. Because when someone opts into you, when you have a freebie, when you have a download, when you have like whatever, and they do that little exchange, they give you their email for whatever you give back, that freebie, they're trusting you to give them more value. And I feel like that's like an intimate thing. Like, oh, I'm in their inbox. Like they're trusting me. They want to hear from me. A lot of people think, like, oh, I don't want to talk to them too much. So I don't want to annoy them. It's not, it's not even about that. They've trusted you. Um, they want to know more. And so, you know, a lot of people will start growing the email list and then they talk to their people like once a month. And you have to think, you know, I could pull up my phone right now and show you like how many unread emails I have or how many things are coming to my inbox over and over that I just don't get a chance to read because life happens, right? And so, you know, continually nurturing our people on our email list. Um, more than once a month or more than once a quarter, um, even more than once a week. A lot of people talk like, oh, I send out something once a week. And our lives are just a constant stream of info and, you know, sales and all of this stuff, right? Social media is just a constant thing. Our email inbox is probably a constant thing, if you guys are anything like me. <laughs> and so, you know, just talking to our people once a week or just talking to them once a month, it's just not enough. Um, the touch points and, and, you know, maybe we talked about this on a different video, but someone has to see your offer, what you're putting out, your coaching package, your products, you talking about X, Y, Z, they have to see you a minimum of seven times, typically on average, a minimum of seven times before they take the action to buy from you. And so it's really easy for us to be like, I created this super cool thing. I'm going to tell people about it. And then it's just crickets or tumbleweeds that are like you're saying. And that's, it's really disheartening to us because we're like, but I created this amazing thing. Like, I know they need this. And then we question ourselves and we go into the spiral of like, should I even be doing this? No one even wants it. No one's even like liking my thing. And, and so all of that to say, it comes with consistency and getting in front of our people more often, engaging with them, giving that value over and over consistently and not being afraid to talk about what we're putting out there, talk about our knowledge and talk about and ask for the sale. Um, but this video, again, is talking about how to attract clients and buyers without selling. So without that sale, you can do that. And I, I always say like, what's that next step? And maybe it is asking for the sale, but there's easier ways to do it. Um, as far as like, I'm concerned and how I have done it. So Back to my story, in the beginning, that four-month window, I'm just like, <sighs> nurturing that email list. Like, let me put out a thing. Let me put out a blog. Let me 
can consistently share my story. So I set a date like every week I was going to write this blog every week. Um, eventually this was a couple years later, I would do my podcast and you know, things like that. So putting things on your calendar so that you're consistently showing up, um, that is super huge. Consistency is huge. Getting in front of your people, engaging all of that fun stuff. And so in the beginning in 2015, like that four month window, I was just like pedal to the metal, hunker down blinders on, you know, we talked about that earlier put the blinders on, focus straight ahead. What am I doing? And so it was getting consistent, putting things on my calendar as far as like, this needs to go out on this day, non-negotiable. Um, I love talking about non-negotiables. Side note, we're going to segue there for a second, but your non-negotiables, especially when you're running a business, that needs to be your number one. What are your non-negotiables? And it's really easy as entrepreneurs and especially newer ones. We come into this and it is us. Like we don't have a boss telling us this needs to go out today. It's totally us. And so it takes that dedication and us putting our list together of what is a non-negotiable for us that has to be done. And so um, if you don't have a list yet of non-negotiables or if you don't have an email list yet, put one together, <laughs> start building that email list. But your non-negotiables should be like, I need to talk to my email list a minimum of two times per week two to three. Um, a non-negotiable for you may be, I need to write that blog post and it goes out every Monday, no matter what. And if let's say, you know, life happens, your schedule gets crazy or, you know, whatever, then you schedule these things. So what I do with my podcast is I'll record them in bulk. I'll record, record multiple episodes. Um, and so if you know about our podcast, like what we're doing now, we stripped everything and we're relaunching it. And so whatever, but you record in bulk or you write in bulk and then you schedule them out. That way, if something crazy happens on a Monday when your blog is supposed to go out and you're just like, oh, I can't sit down, like all this other stuff is happening, it's still scheduled to go out and you don't even have to think about it. And so when I, you know, was like, oh, I, I noticed myself having life get in the way or, you know, I wasn't super jazzed to sit down and write a blog post at this day and this time. And so having, you know, a day where I bulk do all of that and then schedule it out was really helpful for me. And it keeps you consistent in front of your people, um, which is super important. So when we talk about, you know, being consistent, being in front of your people, um, talking to them, all of that, <laughs> when we talk about doing all of that, um, it really helps to do an Vulcan schedule. So if that is helpful, I hope it is. <laughs> there are crickets and tumbleweeds in my plants right now. Not one, no matter what I try. Okay, we're going to talk about that. I worry about sending too much because I can't get through my own emails. Yes, so that is just a mindset block. Um, it's really easy for us to be like, I have so many emails going on. When Sally Sue over here just opted in and you're like, the, I mean, I don't know if anyone would be like the only person they've ever opted into. That'd be super cool, but everybody wants everything all the time. <laughs> but if they are opting in, they want to hear more from you. So that's the mindset that you need to have with it is that, okay, they've opted in. They are basically asking for more information automatically when they opt in. So that's the mindset we need. And people are going to unsubscribe. People are going to disappear. People are going to leave the group or whatever. And that's fine. Like they weren't meant for you anyways. They came, they got what they needed and they, you know, fly a little bird, fly on. So mindset shift right there. Dee, dee, dee. Okay. Awesome. That's what's nice about Facebook groups. I schedule a week out. Perfect. Yes, you can schedule. And there's um, Hootsuite, Buffer. Like you can, people, I've heard of people scheduling a year at a time, which is awesome. That would be goals <laughs> for me. That would be super cool. Not there yet. Um, but, you know, some people do weeks at a time, months at a time, six months, a year. It's crazy when you actually get into like the automation and, bulk and scheduling and all that stuff. It's awesome what you can do. Okay, sweet, sweet. So first thing for me in the beginning, 2015, was getting really consistent, setting my non-negotiables and showing up. So showing up for my people, showing up for my email list consistently. My very first client that I ever sold, she bought a $1,500 package from me was when my, when my email list was like 200 people. And so, you know, it's really easy for us to be like, oh, there's not like 10,000 people on my list. No one's going to buy a cricket, cricket. And don't think like that. Nurture the people that you have and then continue to invite more people onto that list. That was something, um, you know, and the fact that you control your, your email list, you don't control Facebook, you don't control any of the social media. So if you wake up one day, I don't know if y'all were there for Vine, I loved Vine, and then it just disappeared. But we don't know if we're going to wake up one day and Facebook's going to be gone, or Instagram's 
going to like something bad is going to happen and it's just going to like go up in flames. Like we don't know what that next thing is that's going to happen in the social media world. And so having an email list, like inviting your people to take that next step closer to you and get nurtured from you even more is really important. So hopefully, hopefully that's my, that's like my two cents. So that's what I started out doing. And two, something that has been just crazy easy, crazy easy. So the email list, Number two is video, and which really video should be number one. But back when I started, I wasn't doing video. Um, but getting on video, doing lives really helps people connect with your energy. So someone could show up on a live with me or one of my video trainings or watch a master class that I do that I give away as a freebie or whatever. Like they could show up for that and be like, hey, I like her energy. She, she's super cool. Or on the flip side, they could be like, well, not for me. And then they go. <laughs> Um, so it's also a nice like vetting situation when someone can watch you uh, live, they can decide if they want to take that next step with you. And so the people who your energies go like this and they match and like, you know, there's just like warm and fuzzies all over the place and they're dream clients and all that stuff. Like they're going to know if they, if they want to initiate and take that next step with you, um, which is super cool. And this statistic I heard, I know, fancy, sciencey. <laughs> this statistic, um, blogs, writing on social media, like any type of writing, any type of text, video, no matter what it is, if it's a live, if it's a masterclass, if it's a webinar, um, a summit, a video summit, like whatever, that is going to convert like 1,400 times better than anything that is written. And so, I know, food for thought. So crazy. So for me, when I started to get on video and doing lives and things like that, it's it feels super sketchy in the beginning. You're just like, oh, I don't even want to feel so vulnerable. Like, do I even want to do this? <laughs> that's how it was for me. I don't know. Um, so that's how it was for me. But it's, you know, we talked about this yesterday. Confidence doesn't come overnight. You have to put yourself out there, kind of rip the band-aid and start doing it. And so it comes with doing it and doing it consistently. So practice on your phone. Practice with a friend, like do a video chat or a, you know, whatever. Video chat, do people still say that? I don't know. Do one of those with one of your friends and get comfortable seeing yourself on camera and hearing yourself. Um, there's actually a TED Talk. I don't remember who does it because a lot of people don't like the sound of their own voice. I am one of them. I like cringe. And so it's like, oh, I don't like the sound of my own voice. Who else will like it? But there's a TED Talk about this. So it's totally common. <laughs> oh, so funny. Okay. <laughs> okay, Ali says, for so long, scheduling and batching was so overwhelming. Now that I know more, it's becoming easier. Awesome. I always struggle with how often to post or send emails. So for emails, I would do at least twice a week, minimum, sometimes three times. Um, you know, some people do four. I would not do it every day. I think that's really overwhelming. So it's one, it's overwhelming to think about, but it's two, two, it's overwhelming for people to receive and it hasn't worked well on my end, so I wouldn't do it. <laughs> That's my two cents. Um, but when it comes to scheduling, I like to cheat a little bit with that because, you know, same thing. I get overwhelmed really easily. I get anxious really easily. We all know this. <laughs> and so if I can have a tool or something that tells me the perfect time to post, like automatically and they do it for me, heck yeah, sign me up. So, um, I will say when you actually post like within the platform, so, um, you know, posting like actually or scheduling actually on Facebook or within your Facebook group or whatever, the conversions, like Facebook likes it more. They see, it's so weird. They see that you're on the platform. And so they pay more attention to those posts and they show those posts to your people versus an outside scheduler. However, I like the outside schedulers. So I don't know. <laughs> That's my two cents. But um, I like to use a, an outside scheduler and then it'll have, I use Recur Post, I've used Buffer, Hootsuite, all of these guys have that option. Tailwind has the option for Pinterest. Um, but these outside schedulers, you can um, click and it'll be like post at the best time or something like that. Always click it. Let them do the heavy lifting. Um, because, you know, as overwhelming as social media is, on some platforms, like, between this time and this time is the optimal time where people are most busy. And then on this platform is between this time and this time. And for you to figure that out, no, it's so overwhelming. Just let them do the work, call it a day. <laughs> Make it as easy as possible, for sure. 
Yes, being aware of what you can control is super important. I'm also anxious about starting to do videos. Dun, dun, dun. I know, videos are super intimidating. For I hear this like all the time, people get really intimidated by it, and especially live videos. And so for me, I didn't start out with live videos. Actually, back in the day, in 2015, 2015, <laughs> back in the day, actually I think it was 2016 when this started, but. So I was nurturing my email list, I was showing up on my blog, I was doing all these things, I thought I was doing them right. And I started to attract clients, again, it took me like four months to sign my first one um, at 1500, which was great, and then after that, my client base slowly grew, which was super cool. I started signing people in the UK and Australia, and I just thought this was the coolest thing ever. But all of that did not happen overnight, let me just say. So people out there who, who are being like, you know, make all this money by, like, you know, in 15 minutes, <laughs> I think it's crazy because there is some like due diligence that you need to do in order to get to that place. But all of that to say, after I started doing all of that, when I got comfortable, when I got comfortable, when I played with the idea of getting on video, what I did was I showed up with other people. So it didn't feel so vulnerable of it, like just being myself. And so at the time, what was it called? Oh, it started with a B. What's it called? Oh, it was called Blab. I don't know if anyone else had heard about that, but it was a platform called Blab. And what you could do is you could do your own show or you can you could invite up to like four people to join you. And so when I discovered this platform, I would get on there and you could, you know, just hang out in the chat and talk to people. So I started there and I just talked to people and got comfortable with that interaction. And then someone, I don't even remember, um, someone on there was like, hey, if anyone wants to hop on with me, like, let's chat about blah, blah, blah. And it was a topic that I felt comfortable talking about. And so I hopped on and, you know, sweating internally and externally. I was super scared, but it was way more comfortable for me to hop on in a group of people or with somebody else than it was to, to do it like just by myself. Um, because if you ever get stuck or it's like, you're like, oh snap, I don't know like what I'm supposed to say. I'm just sitting here awkwardly. They can take over and initiate the conversation and continue it on. So I thought that that was super helpful. Um, so maybe that's helpful for you guys. And you can do that on Facebook now too. So back in the day, you could only, it could only just be you. And now you can invite people on and there can be two of you, which is super awesome. Done is always better than perfect for sure. Dee -dee -dee. <laughs> All of you guys, I hate my own voice. I hate my own voice. Totally. It's totally common. What scheduling tool do you use? I've been shopping around. So um, for me, the one that I'm using right now is called Recur Post, but I'm only doing it on my like Facebook business page and what's the other one? LinkedIn. Um, you can do up to like, I don't even know, 15 platforms or something crazy. Um, but the reason I like it is because I have a lot of stories and I have a lot of things like that. And so as we, um, as we talked about earlier, our feed is just constant. It's constantly going. And so recur post will schedule things out. You can hit the button where it'll schedule it out for, um, you know, that the optimal time that your people are on the page. But it will also recycle your posts automatically. So it'll go through the queue and it'll, you know, you can tell it to um, like randomly post whatever or you can send it through like a sequence or, you know, there's all these different things that you can do. But I'm really liking that because if I'm ever stumped, I'm just like, like, what am I going to post? I don't have to think about it. Like it's already handling those things for me anyways. So that's the one that I've been playing with. Um, the past like month or two and I'm kind of liking it. So it was a, a little bit of a learning curve. Before that I was using Buffer or Hootsuite. Either of those I really like. Um, and yeah, Hootsuite for Instagram you can, I've used Planoly. That's a great one for Instagram. Instagram is really cool as far as like uh, Planoly, sorry, is really cool for scheduling out in Instagram because you can see how your pictures are going to look before they post. So, you know, Instagram, it's very visual. If someone comes to your page and they're not like visually attracted to your brand and what you're putting out there, they're going to click off and they're not going to follow. They're not going to come back. So it's kind of nice to see things before they post and see like how your page is going to look. Okay. I haven't found one that lets you post in your private Facebook group. Would be nice though. So recur post you can do in your private Facebook group. Um, there are a few that you can do, but you need to pay for it. Like it's the upgrade to be able to post in groups. Um, what was the other one? So Recur Post does it, oh, 
social pilot that's the other one so look at social pilot both of those post in Facebook groups um, even if you're not an admin you can schedule them what's the name of the program recur post um, recur post social pilot and uh, Planoly for Instagram tailwind for Pinterest cool so far so good Da, da, da. Okay, cool. So as we are kind of moving forward, um, those are the two main things as far as starting to get traction into your offers and talking about people showing up, getting consistent, set your non-negotiables, get on video when you're comfortable, super awesome, converts really well, super high. Um, and even if you're like, you don't want to show up live, then pre-record the video and you know, pre-record it however many times you need to until you get one that you're comfortable with and then post it. And as I mentioned before, if you're like, oh, I'm not, I'm not comfortable with like posting it yet, like what are people gonna say? I'm worried about judgment, things like that. Then start a private Facebook group and invite people that you're comfortable with seeing it. That's the best way to start. Those are my two cents um, because again, we're more likely to share things and show up when we're comfortable. That's my two cents. And a lot of people are like, oh, feel the fear and do it anyways. Like, I totally believe that too. But, you know, I struggle with anxiety. So I don't like people being like, you know, that just gives me even more overwhelm. So we talked about yesterday when you're doing a course, when you're, um, you know, in the beginning starting to launch it and things like that. And you're like nervous about it or you're not exactly sure like what the end result might be, um, or you know, no one's ever gone through this process before, then get your beta testers and have people do it for you. It le lessens your anxiety, just all the things. So, you know, start where you are, that feels good, and then expand. Those are my two cents. <laughs> okay, need to get on Pinterest. Love the idea of a private Facebook group to test videos. Absolutely. And if it's just testing, invite you and your mom, or you and your best friend, or you and, you know, you could even pop up in um, someone else's Facebook group that has ideal clients of like your people. Be like, hey guys, this is what I'm doing. Can I just get like a couple of you so I can get practice showing up live? Um, all about it, man. Just do it. Just do it. And if I hate it, delete it for sure. For sure. You can always delete it. It's not out there forever. You have total control of what you put on the world on like out into the world. So, okay. Now actually when we get down to the nitty gritty and you know, when we talk about attracting clients, attracting buyers without the actual selling piece or without that, I don't know about any of you guys, but that awkward sales conversation, awkward sales conversation is totally how it felt for me. I even did a webinar back in the day um, where I, I would like promote the webinar. I got people on the webinar and at the end, it was a live webinar. People showed up. They're commenting. We're chatting. We're going through the webinar. It got to the sales part, and I was like, well, that's all for today, guys. Bye. <laughs> I was so scared. I was, like, sweating bullets, and it was just super awkward. And that we all start somewhere. Like, that says nothing bad about me. That doesn't say, like, anything. That was how I started in the, in the beginning. So then I was like, oh my bad. I didn't even sell anything like legit didn't sell anything, but then also like didn't even talk about the sale. My bad. Let's try this again. So I did another webinar <laughs> and same thing, like had people come on, we chatted, got to the sales part at the end. And I was like, so I have this thing. Um, it's $497. This is what you get. Let me know. Bye. <laughs> like I did this. It was, I was so uncomfortable with it because I was not but like I just I was so nervous I didn't want to come off sketchy I didn't want to you know people to judge me I felt just money blocks that was holding things where we talked about it in the last video but I had so many things come up I was so freaked out and so I really had to work on that but on the flip side prior to that I had you know training on how to close the deal that was what like the train is like how to close the deal how to have the sales conversation here's a sales script use this when you're on the phone with people and so it always felt really sticky it didn't feel authentic to me like I didn't like any of it it just didn't feel good I don't like if you haven't picked up <laughs> but I don't like doing things that don't feel good or give me anxiety and so when we when we're doing that we're on the phone we're like like they said, I have to do this and I have to read the script and all this. Blah, blah, blah. Like when we're in that headspace, it's really hard for us to feel good about sharing anything or anything. So what I ended up doing, I was doing like discovery calls. And so to me in the beginning, a discovery call was like you get on the phone with someone, you decide if the energy is right with you two, and then you 
sell, you present the sale, and then you hope that they buy. <laughs> that was like my thinking. And instead, I had to tweak that. And I'm like, I don't like doing that. Like, I don't like just doing like this, like, are we a good fit? Hey, buy this thing. Like, I don't like that. It doesn't feel good to me. And so instead, I would do strategy sessions. And so a strategy session to me was like, at the end of that call, they got either a roadmap, they knew that next step, they knew exactly like the ABC of what comes after, um, and they would get uh, implementable, is that a word? This day, <laughs> they would get an implementable action step that they could take. So one, I felt really good because I felt like I was giving them something like, it wasn't just like, hey, let's see if we're a good fit. I'm giving them something, I'm giving them something useful that they can use, um, and then on the flip side, they get something that they can use. And so when I tweaked my messaging in those calls or in those, you know, DMs or messages or whatever, when I tweaked it to be like, hey, here's some strategies or hey, here's a little bit of knowledge, a little bit of value I can give you that could help you. Then it was like, where do I buy? And when that happened, I was like, this is way easier than what I thought it was. Like, I don't need a script. I don't need to show up and like sweat <laughs> and get and feel like all these things. I can show up in a way that's like, hey, this has been really helpful. It's just authenticity and people can feel that. So that was something that was really helpful for me is doing strategy calls instead of discovery calls. Um, you know, some people think of it the same, but I fully believe a lot of people get um, nervous about this because they're like, well, someone should have paid me for that. And I totally, under and everyone has their own way of thinking about this, totally get it. For me, this is what I did and it felt easier for me and the sales for me were way easier than how I was doing it previously, how I was told to do it. Um, so hopefully that makes sense. So you know, again, it's all about showing up, being authentic and don't be, don't be scared to share your knowledge with somebody else at all because if they're like if they can see here we go here we go here we go if they can see by talking with you in this session or you know chatting with you or whatever if they can see the change and the transformation and the outcome that you can help them achieve once they get connected to that you're golden when they say like what's my what's the next step you're done. Like, that's great. Um, you know, you, you have your client, like send, send them the link to pay you. Um, but they have to know, they have to have that connection with you. They have to know exactly how you can take their pain, their struggle, you know, whatever that thing is, they have to know how to take, how you can help them take that away, how you can give them a solution, a result that is going to, you know, fix that, help them with whatever in X number of time. And so a lot of um, things that I see in groups is like, hey, I'm a life coach. I help people get clarity or I help people um, reduce overwhelm or I help them whatever. And then they offer a discovery call. And all of that is great. Like people need to be less overwhelmed. They need to be less stressed. They need X, Y, Z. But they need to know exactly, they need to be able to like visualize exactly what their life is going to look like after they make that investment with you. Does that make sense? So this is why, you know, the storytelling, the messaging, the transformation, getting so connected with the transformation that you provide and the results. This is why all of these videos have been so important because it's leading you here. It's leading you to this place where you can confidently talk about what you're doing, what you're putting out there and how it is going to impact them and affect them. And so, um, you know, I know some, some of you guys are selling products. Some of you guys are selling services. It's tell me what you're selling over here over here in the chat. It's backwards. <laughs> tell me it. Tell me what you're selling. But um, I should be able to know like, hey, I'm selling da da da. I should be able to like visually feel how visually feel physically feel physically feel how whatever you are selling is going to impact me and how my life is going to change because of it in whatever way. Okay. Even if I feel like someone is sliding in my DM to sell me something, I'm turned off, which is funny because I don't want to feel that way when I approach them. The struggle is real. So I don't, I don't remember what day we're going to talk about the do's and don'ts of marketing because so many people are doing this wrong. And this is where it lies. When people sl slide into your DMs, like it's like immediately, you know, it is sketchy. You know, you're not connected. You don't even want to read the message, any of that. 
And I don't know about you guys, but I get people who will like friend request me. I have so many friend requests right now that I'm, I'm just, I'm in request overload because I'm like scared to accept anybody because as soon as I do, they message me immediately and they're like, Hey girl, what's up? Like, can you post this on your wall? Thanks. I'm like, I don't even know you. I don't even know what you're selling. I don't even know what that is. Like, no, <laughs> don't do this. It's super sketchy. Um, we're going to get into that on a different video for sure. Um, but this is actually a mindset block too, because when we are selling things, like we know how we feel when other people are sliding in our DMs, right? And we don't wanna do that to other people. <laughs> we don't want to, um, you know, be that sketchy person who's like trying to sell somebody something. We don't wanna be that. And so a lot of times we won't take that next step because we don't wanna go there because we're like, what are they gonna think? And so, I always like for them to initiate with me. And I don't mean like never never go for the ass, never sell anything, blah, blah, blah. like just hang over here until someone comes to you. That's not what I mean. What I mean is I typically, what I find, back to like the basis, basic of this video, is what I find when I'm growing my email list and I'm talking with people or I'm doing lives like this and I'm talking with people or I'm in the Facebook group or I'm answering questions in other Facebook groups, a lot of times, like, 99.2% of the times when I am doing that, I get the messages and they come to me. I get messages and they're like, Hey, what do you do? Tell me more. And so like they come to me because I'm not scared to share value with other people. And so that's the way that I like to do it. I don't like to just hop in people's DMS because I don't like it when people do it to me. You know what I mean? Strategy calls roadmaps are awesome. Yeah. Show up authentically. Totally the goal. <laughs> Oh, you get nervous about everything. Oh, I totally hear you. Nervous most. It's a good time. You're in good company. <laughs> it's all good. It is all good. Um, and again, the nerves will lessen by doing. But it's all doing in a way that feels good to you, in a way that feels authentic. It's not, you know, freaking yourself out, doing things like that, you know. Um, and I, I guarantee like once you start doing this, the nerves will lessen because, and again, when we go back to video one, getting connected with your big why, when you are that connected, it makes it really hard for you not to show up and not to keep talking. <laughs> All of these videos I thought were going to be like 15 minutes and they're, they go way longer because I have so much I have to say. Um, so you get to that point, but you know, showing up and doing a 12 day like this, this did not happen in 2015. Mm -mm. I don't didn't happen in 2016. I think I was on Blab in 2016. I have to remember. I need a timeline. <laughs> um, and that was cool. But yeah. Anyways, I don't even know if any of that made sense. Good or good. Okay, go on in the comments. I like how you keep coming for me. Oh, you're so funny. Oh, you guys are awesome. Okay, so we're selling clean beauty products. So getting them connected with that end result. And what, and I know you do this too. So even hit home, hit hit harder, hit harder home, hit home harder. I don't know. <laughs> hit, hit the guys. I can't. Somebody help me. <laughs> See, and you show up and you're authentic. Even if you don't know the words you're supposed to say. <laughs> okay. So what I was going to say is in your group, how often are you showing up? How often are you getting visible? How often are you doing lives? How, how often are you displaying the product? And then talking about, you know, the comparisons of the product. Um, what is that in result? So once they purchase this product, how, how is their health going to improve? How's their skin going to improve? Like talk, get them so connected with that. Are you struggling with blah, blah, blah. That's a really good hook. You know, we talked about hooks in a different video. So, uh, you know, a headline that really captivates your people like, Hey, are you struggling with blah, blah, blah? Listen to my story. Here it is. And this is what helped. Um, getting people really connected with that story and that transformation. Um, but the beauty industry is fabulous. Also, have you ever thought about YouTube? I'm just saying, because I know your personality and I think you'd be great for it. Um, but that could be a really good traffic, traffic source as well for you. I just created a package for people doing vendor events and booths to automate follow up. Awesome. So tell me more about that. What did they get um, in your package? So doing vendor vendor events and booths to automate follow up. Tell me more about that and get more specific. That is awesome, by the way. 
Yes, OBM services. So, and I know we talked about this in the members only community. Um, what is that final outcome? What does that look like for them? And I know it's more clarity, reducing overwhelm because you've told me this. What does that look like? Like, tell me about the lifestyle after that, after they start working with you. Awesome. So, Allie, what products and course are you thinking about selling? Tell me the things. Awesome. People pleasing habits. Fabulous, fabulous. Mm, mm -hmm. Yes, look at failing like a scientific experiment. When we fail, we tweak, we try again. So, and I know, I know you guys have heard this, but I'm going to be just gonna say it anyways. So, no such thing as failing, right? We, we, when something doesn't go our way, or like let's say we do a launch and it doesn't go, we don't hit our goals, we don't get you know, what we desire to get out of it, what happens then instead of us being like, oh, it totally flopped, nobody wants this, blah, 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 analyze what worked really well and analyze where you can improve. So, you know, maybe you said that you were going to show up X number of times live and that didn't happen. And that would be a place of improvement. Or you said that you were going to, um, you know, talk about your messaging and market your thing every day. And you did it one day because you got freaked out about it. That would be a place to improve. So it's all just looking at, you know, what you put into it and where we can improve. What tweaks can we make? Things like that. But um, all of this to say, once people you know, once, once people are coming to you and they're asking that question, don't be afraid to share that value. Don't be afraid to show up. Don't be afraid to be, you know, don't, don't think that they have to pay you X number of dollars for this amount of information that you're going to give them. I, for me, and especially when I'm working with someone, like when I have hired someone else to work with me, I want them to be as transparent and authentic as possible for sure. The dude feels... <laughs> okay, Thomas Edison, that dude failed at the light bulb like 10,000 times. Guys, electricity. Like, we have electricity. That's so cool. Like, what if he was just like, oh, well, just kidding. That my, that light bulb didn't work. I'm done. I'm going to go make some popcorn and chill. <laughs> like, what if he did? Imagine the world. So, you know, we have to think about that. We have to internalize that for ourselves. What if we feel like how... How is that going to be a bummer for other people? Like, we need to show up and share things. So Ellie says, I'm selling writing and planning tools, mostly digital, but looking into how to produce a physical yearly planner. You guys, I love planners. And I'm considering writing and planning, some writing and planning courses. Awesome. So you're probably, obviously, working with people who love writing. And so are these authors, what does their day look like? Are these people who have written before or they're thinking about writing a book? What does that kind of look like? And then how can your course... How could your product that you're selling get them to that result faster? How do they get to their result faster by working with you than working with somebody else or than working with nobody, right? Everybody wants quick results. Boom, boom, boom. Awesome. Sweet. Okay. Okay, cool. So the more descriptive that you can get and the more that you can speak into the results that you can get this this person, this customer, this client, whatever. When you can visually create a picture for them of what their life is going to look like once they hire you, it is going to be so much easier for them to say yes because they get connected with that result. They can see, oh, I have this clear path. This is what's going to happen. This is, you know, and, okay, that's a side note. I'm gonna get to that one in a minute. But they can, they can put themselves in that result and see life differently. That is what your messaging should do. That they can like physically shut their eyes and be like, oh, like this is the goal that I have. She has this system to get me there and it, it would be a no brainer to hire her. So that is how you get the easy yes without selling, without being like, hey, do you wanna buy my thing? Without, you know, feeling sweaty and sketchy. <laughs> um, show up, be authentic, do all the things. And what I was going to say, is when you can, in your buyer's mind, when you can transition it from an expense to an investment, you're golden. Golden. And so what that looks like is like, let's say um, someone is hiring you for coaching. Let's say they're hiring you for coaching or they're coming to you because they're interested in your coaching services. So they're coming to you 
And they're thinking probably when they initially come to you, maybe, not always, probably, when they come to you is, oh, she charges X amount of dollars. I don't know if I can afford that. Um, maybe I'll just like read a couple self-help books if it's like life coaching or something, or, you know, I'll look for something cheaper. These, these are just common thoughts of humans. <laughs> and this, these are all expense thoughts. And what an expense thought is, is when someone doesn't see, they're not connected with the value that you're talking about yet. They don't see the value. So if you're not signed on clients, you're not signed on people, they don't see the value in what you're selling yet. And so it is your job to talk about it, get super visual with your messaging and the way that you're showing up so that they see that value and it becomes a no brainer for them. And so when they're seeing what you're doing as an expense to them of like, oh, I'm paying out this money and I don't see the return that it's going to, I don't see like the benefit. When they, when they see it as an expense, that is when they're going to look the other way. They're going to turn, they're going to buy a self-help book or whatever. <laughs> so they have to see working with you as an investment of bettering their life, of bettering their situation, of taking away the pain of, you know, pain is so, you know, but they have to, to be connected with it being an investment. So for you, when you are sitting down, you're writing out your services and you're writing about that transformation from that person, the products and all of that, how can you talk about this in a way that it's an investment to them? So if it's, you know, beauty products, I know it's like clean beauty products. It's non-toxin, it's toxin-free beauty products. So I know for me, when you know, this is a personal story, but that's fine. When I was pregnant with my son, I got rid of everything, even before that, because I'm, I've been like super crunchy since like 2012. But especially when I was pregnant, I was reading every label. I wanted to make sure that I wasn't putting stuff into my body that could get to him. And that came to makeup, it came to shampoo, it came to detergent, uh, like literally everything. I do too much because I good but I got even like more more strict about it and so that was something super important to me and so you know think about who you're talking to is there a certain niche of people that you're talking to um, because I know for me if someone was like hey if you're having a baby you better be looking at these products because the other products that you're using from from you know all the other like drugstore places have this, 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 this is how it affects this, 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 this. Did you know that your liver is doing this, this, and this when you're putting this type of blush on your face? Just a little heads up. You might want to look into that. <laughs> um, but things like that, super, super important. And that, you know, for me, you're connecting with them on that emotional level. You're showing them that it's, it's um, valuable to them and it's not an expense or just like any Joe Schmo thing. It's an actual like, lifestyle change that is going to impact their health long term. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm saying for myself, I'm kind of a geek, like I like reading scientific studies and just weird things. <laughs> and so if someone came and they were like, you know, this study says that so nerdy, I need my glasses, where are my glasses? I'm gonna put them on. Hold on so we can get in, get into it. All right. They say this study says that when you are putting blush on every day, this system in your body is affected. This system is your body and is affected. Duh, duh, duh. But don't you worry. I have these products over here that don't affect your liver. Don't affect this. Don't affect that. And so then it's not an expense because this is impacting my whole livelihood and the way that I, that I live. Literally it's impacting my health. Um, you know, all of these things. So <laughs> I had to get my glasses on for that one, guys. But so hopefully that makes sense. Like you get connected to the value of it and not that it's an expense. What always gets me to buy is when the value of not having to find all the info piece. Yeah. Okay. Totally. What gets me to buy is when I don't have to find all of the info pieces like by myself. Total, totally about value and real change. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. The reading glasses. All done. Yeah, the studies are, I, I'm, again, you know, to, totally a geek when it comes to that stuff. But again, the more knowledge I have about the product, like the more likely I am to buy it, especially, again, when we are talking about things that impact our life long term. So an expense is something that impacts our bank account, makes us feel poor, makes us feel like guilty. Like, why did I buy this thing? What is this even doing for me? I want a refund. Those are expenses. When we have um, 
an investment, we think like, ooh, I just invested in myself. Like this and this and this is going to change because I made this decision. And so so hopefully that was that was helpful as far as um, alert the problem and offer the solution so they don't have to find it themselves. Boom. Boom. Psh, exactly. 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 Yeah, that was great, guys. This was fabulous. You guys are so fun to talk to. <laughs> awesome. So P.S. That was great. You guys are awesome. Hopefully that was helpful. Um, P.S. The prize, if you were just hopping on the prize for today, is an e-course about finding and signing your first few coaching clients. So it's great for people who are newer to the coaching scene. Um, but if you are, if you win and you are not in the coaching realm, it's still going to help you. There's so many golden nuggets in there valued at $97. And so if you're hopping on again, do the hashtag replay so that you can be entered to win. The winner will be announced at 9 PM tonight, central time. So you have plenty of time to watch this replay. Um, and then any questions or anything that you guys have, put them in the comments and tag me. That would be fabulous. I've been trying to keep up with the comments from the other videos and questions that you guys have. So, you know, these videos are going to be up, guys. Also, I'm going to do a little teaser, but I have something super cool for you guys that I'm going to announce here in a couple days for specifically for these 12 days of coaching. And it's going to be for free, but you got to show up to get it. So um, during day 12, if you were just hopping on, during uh, night 12, when we do the 12th day of the 12 days of coaching, huge grand finale event, um, Caleb, my husband just came in here, <laughs> just came in, I mean before this, he came in here and I showed him the grand prize and he was like, what? It's almost $5,000. So almost, it's worth almost $5,000. And again, I'm going to have some other super cool announcements during that other free things for those of you who have showed up live. And it's just going to be so much fun. So do not miss day 12 of all the days. Don't miss day 12. Cool. So something like to create the results of your dreams or to create the, the results you desire. But what are the results of their dreams and what are the results that they desire? Because the more specific you can get, they're like, oh, those are my dreams. Oh, those are my desires. Sometimes we have to remind them what they are. <laughs> oh, that is okay. Do hashtag replay. We're going to do the exact same thing for day 12. Do hashtag replay. It'll be given away at 9 p.m. But it's going to be a hoot and holla if you show up live. I'm just saying. Sneak away. Sneak to the bathroom. I'm just kidding. Bad advice. Don't listen to me. <laughs> okay. What makes the ending hard for me to write is that the end result is different for the women that I've worked with. So is there a commonality between the end results? So you can speak somewhat generically and still be specific. As totally weird as that sounds. <laughs> So, you know, reducing the overwhelm, we can get more specific about this in our, in the members group. So do a, do a post there and we'll talk about it there too. But um, we can get more specific generically. So what I mean by that is, so if you're talking about reducing the overwhelm um, so that they can set up, so, so they can set up money generating systems, that's something that's more specific and then puts that money piece in there too, because I know you work with that. Oh, perfect. There you go. Awesome. <laughs> Aw oh man, this episode's over, but that's okay. You can come hang out in the Digital Product Female Entrepreneurs Facebook group, hang out with thousands of us making digital products, creating awesome, cool things, and selling them to the world. Come get inspired. Come hang out with us. There's thousands of us there, and we cannot wait to support you. Now, if you need some ideas on digital products that you can create and sell, go to herownmagic.com and download my freebie. It's 65 digital products you can create and sell by this weekend. It is waiting for you there. Go check it out. And you have an amazing week. Thank you for tuning in. I will see you next time. Go create your own magic.